Hello and welcome to Hearts in Harmony from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Kroger Tender Ray Beef, no other beef so fresh, can be so tender, presents Hearts in Harmony transcribed. Say, take it easy, Mother. Don't fret and worry about what to serve as a special surprise dinner for the family. Just relax, because here's the answer. It's Kroger Quality Beef. Man, oh man, talk about tastiness. Why, there's a world of delicious eating enjoyment packed into tender Kroger quality beef. Yes, sirree, it's tender, it's tasty, it's delicious. So there's just no doubt that Kroger quality beef will make your dinner a real banquet, a meal that's bound to have the folks at your house smiling and sighing in pleased satisfaction. You see, Kroger quality beef is carefully selected from the very best beef that's available on the market today. It's tender, it's tasty, and brimming with flavorful juices. And say, keep this in mind, too. Kroger quality beef is economically priced. That's right, it's a thrifty buy as well as a tasty buy. So visit your Kroger store and get delicious Kroger quality beef. And remember... Kroger quality beef is available only at your Kroger store, and it's the very best beef you can buy today. Get Kroger quality beef at your Kroger store soon. And now, hearts in harmony. The truth about Barry Smith is finally out. He's Barry Carlton, son of the wealthy Mrs. Carlton, for whom Penny Gibbs has been working the last few months. Young Nora Williams is amazed. Crickets, Miss Gibbs. I knew he was somebody different, but I had no idea he was Mrs. Carlton's son. Well, he is Mrs. Carlton's son, Nora. Her real honest-to-goodness son? Yes, Nora. Crickets and I practically bawled him out yesterday when he was here. Well, you had a right to. But golly, I've never scolded anybody so rich before. <laughs> oh, so that's what had you upset, is it? <laughs> well, now, don't you be upset about it. Nora, he deserved everything you said to him, and he knew it. And... Don't let the fact that he's rich make you feel he's any different or any better than you. Look, I'll tell you something. Just between the two of us, you're really a much finer person than he is, Nora. Oh. And I think he'd be the first one to admit it. Oh, he's awfully nice, though, Miss Gibbs. He called himself a heel. <laughs> so that makes him nice, does it? Oh, Nora, sometimes you're funny. Oh, I guess that did sound sort of silly. But you know what I mean, don't you? Yes, I do, Nora. Now, come on, I'll help you with the dusting. Oh, no, that's all done. I'm ready to vacuum now. Now, you let me do that, Nora. Oh, it's only a minute. I'm minute's going work. to do it. I'd rather have you get the baby ready for a walk anyway. It's kind of nice out now, but the paper says it's going to rain this afternoon. From the looks of the sky, I think we're going to have rain within an hour. Oh, I think it'll hold off. But I guess it would be better to stay on the safe side. I'll get her ready, Miss Gibbs. Mm -hmm. Shall I dress her in her blue bonnet and hood this morning or the pink one? Whichever you like. All right. Oh, Cricket, won't it be wonderful when she's old enough to decide for herself what she'll wear? <laughs> That'll be sooner than you think. Oh, God, here. Doorbell, Miss Gibbs. Miss Gibbs, the doorbell. Did you say something, Nora? The doorbell was ringing, Miss Gibbs. Oh, thank you. I guess I couldn't hear it because of the vacuum cleaner. Oh, just a minute, I'm coming. Hiya, Penny. Well, John and Keith, do come in. You're just in time to help with the housework. Goodbye, Penny. No, no. <laughs> I don't know what's the matter with you men. You work yourselves into a lather at the office, but one mention of housework and you collapse with fright. Oh, it's the thought of being caught at it that frightens us, oh, Penny. Oh, that's it, is it? Uh, 
Uh, well, at least that's how I feel about it. Well, uh, I guessed right about Mr. Barry Smith, didn't I? He's uh, really Mr. Barry Carlton. Why, Johnny Keith, did you really guess that? Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I'd put it in writing at the time I said <laughs> I knew. Uh, you do remember when that was, don't you? Mm-hmm. We were sitting right here in front of the fireplace. That's right, and you begged me not to tell you what I'd guessed because you were afraid your face would give you away if I guessed right, remember? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll give you credit for a good guess. <laughs> Come on, sit down. Uh-uh. Oh, no, not with that vacuum cleaner standing no, in the middle of the room. No, no, I won't put you to work. I promise I won't. Well, all right, now, if you promise. You heard me say I promise. Come on, you're safe. Sit down. <laughs> okay. I still have a feeling, though, that I'll be piloting that vacuum cleaner around the house before I leave. You know, if you keep talking about it, I'll get an idea that you really do want to help me. Now, look, I came here for some information, not to be given training as a domestic. <laughs> information about what? You know about what. You promised as soon as this was all over, you'd tell me all about it. That's right, I did. And it's all over, isn't it? Including the shouting. There are no more reasons for secrets? No more reasons for secrets. All right, then sit back, young lady, and tell me all about it. Well, it's a long story. Oh, I have lots and lots of time. Suppose I wanted you to run the vacuum. I'd suddenly remember urgent business at the office. Mm-hmm, I thought so. <laughs> oh, come on now, really, no stalling. There's, there's nothing to keep you from telling me the truth, the whole truth, or nothing but the truth. All right, if you can stand it. That's what I came for. Well, all right. Now, it all began... Yeah. Oh, that's... Let, <laughs> let, let someone else answer the door. You keep on talking. Oh, no, thank you, Nora. I'll get it. Excuse me, Johnny. Yeah, sure. Just a minute. Hello up there, Nora. How's everything? Oh, fine. Good morning, Miss Gibbs. Well, hello, Professor Rogers. Uh, may I come in? <laughs> you certainly can. Johnny's here. Thank you. Oh, is that the reason I'm allowed in? Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> well, I hope not. I, I, I didn't think we needed to be chaperoned. Not at our ages. Mm -hmm. Hey, that sounds like the learned Professor Rogers out there. It is, but he isn't as learned as he hopes to be. How are you this morning, Johnny? Fine, fine, Stuart. How's everything at the university? Oh, perfect. Huh. No classes this morning, so I, I thought I'd drop in on Miss Gibbs and see if I couldn't learn a little something extracurricular. Penny, I think he's after the same thing I am. I have a slight hunch that he is, too. You've heard about the sudden appearance of Carrie Carlton's son, have you, Johnny? Heard about it. I brought him to town. What? You're due the same explanation that Johnny is, Professor. <laughs> Look, the man I told you about on the phone, Barry Smith, was actually Barry Carlton, Mrs. Carlton's son. Well, you you, you, you mean Mrs. Carlton's son is the person you went to New York to find? Mm -hmm. And the person I went through all that secrecy for. Oh. As a matter of fact, I was just going to tell Johnny the whole story, and uh, I guess you want to hear it, too. Oh, I certainly do, but... Well, it, it looks as if I've interrupted house cleaning... Johnny, were you running that vacuum cleaner for Miss Gibbs? Now, you know I wasn't. <laughs> Don't try to say I was. <laughs> no, I'm sure the professor isn't as afraid of housework as you are. Oh, I, I'm a bachelor, Miss Gibbs, and expect to remain one. Does that straighten you out in regard to my love for housework? I'm going to tell you something. I'll get both you and Johnny an apron someday, so help me. Uh, Stuart, the uh, girl's dangerous. Oh, the girl is definitely trying to frighten us away before she... Has to tell us all about her mysterious work for Miss <laughs> No, Carlton. I'm yeah. not either. I just like teasing you. Come on now, sit down, Professor. This is really something I've been wanting to tell you for a long time. And uh, it's going to make me feel good to tell it. All right, start from the very beginning, Penny. All right. Uh, you, you didn't apply for your job with Mrs. Carlton, did you, Miss Gibbs? Didn't she come to you? Well, she, she called me on the phone one day uh -huh. and said that 
she'd heard about me and wanted to see me right away. Yes, I, I remember that night I was here. We were all puzzled about it because we knew nothing at all about Carrie Carlton except that she was rich. And mean and selfish and nasty. Now, wait a minute. That's what I thought about her, too, until I met her. And until she told me her story. She told you about her son that first night? No. No, all she said then was that she was in trouble and only someone outside her family, somebody she could trust, could help her. Well, was she the one who said everything had to be secret? No. But as she explained more and more about her problem, I began to realize the importance of secrecy. And uh, I realized, too, why Mrs. Carlton couldn't help herself. That an outsider, someone who couldn't possibly be connected with her in any way, was her only hope. Oh, her her trouble was her son's trouble, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You see, it seems that he'd been to a gambling house owned by Arnold King. Oh. And his losses were enormous, and Mr. King kept giving him credit until... Young Mr. Carton lost a small fortune. Uh-oh. And then King got tough, huh? Yeah. Of course, Barry had no money. He didn't dare go directly to his mother for it either because Mr. King had his men watch him very closely. Mm-hmm. But finally, he did contact his mother, and he told her that he needed money very badly. Uh, he wouldn't tell her why, though, or to whom he owed it. Well, I, I see why not. He knew his mother would come to Arnold King to pay the boy's debts. King would discover Mrs. Carlton had millions and... Well, he'd demand even more than he was owed. Well, that was Barry Carton's idea, too. Mm. He promised to contact his mother again, but he didn't. And after several weeks, she couldn't stand it any longer and decided to look for him herself. That was when she hired me. I see. Well, how'd you find him? Well, Mrs. Carton had a hunch that her son was in New York, you see. And, and maybe working for a gambler, which turned out to be almost the truth. I uh, found out later that Mr. King was going to put young Carton to work smuggling diamonds into the country. Oh, fine. He was going to make the poor guy pay off in trade, was he? He was going to make a gambler and a criminal out of him, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I made the contact just in time. I uh, ran an ad in the New York papers asking for information as to Barry Smith's whereabouts. Mm-hmm. You see, he told his mother that that was the name he was using. A man named Blake answered the ad. Oh, he was one of Arnold King's men? No, no, he wasn't. Huh? None of Mr. King's men were interested. This Mr. Blake was an underworld character who kind of stayed on the fringes of things. He was a shady, slightly untrustworthy person, I thought. Well, that type usually is, Miss Gibbs. They inform to the police when it's to their advantage and inform to underworld cronies when they can make an extra dollar that way. Well, I never knew where Mr. Blake stood. Anyway, I know he didn't trust me any more than I trusted him, but he contacted me, and for many thousands of dollars, he finally found out to whom Barry Smith owed so much money. Then, for several thousand more, he told me where I could find that man. And that man was Arnold King, 11 River Street. Mm-hmm. So I went to see Mr. King and said that I was interested in paying what Barry Smith owed him if he'd tell me where I could find Barry Smith. And if he'd released Barry Smith from all obligations. Uh-huh. Uh, did you have much trouble talking King into letting you buy up Carlton's note? No, I didn't. His only objection was that he thought I was wasting good money. He said Barry Smith wasn't really worth saving. But he took the money, and I found young Carlton in a cheap rooming house. Johnny knows that. Mm. And what a terrible place he was living in, too, Stuart. That boy had really sunk to the depth. Well, the rich ones sometimes do. Anyway, King's been captured by the Federal Bureau, and I don't suppose you'll have any trouble from him ever again, Miss Gibbs. No, I don't think I will. Oh, the doorbell again. Okay, Miss Gibbs. Thank you, Nora. Oh, is the baby dressed? All ready to go out. Good. Um, 
Tell me, would you two like to go walking with Valerie and me? Yes. Now, that's domestic, you two. But it's not as hard work as hard work, is it? Oh, what is it, Nora? Um, excuse me, but it's a telegram for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, hello, Professor Roger. Oh, hello, Oh, Laura. excuse me, will you? Uh, how's the baby's nurse this morning? Oh, fine, Professor, and the baby's fine, too. Good. Um, telegram isn't bad news, is it, Penny? Well, uh... I don't know. Oh, no trouble, I hope, Miss Gibbs. No, listen. It's for Mother. She says, Jed and I are coming home. We'll write to you today. Love, Mother. Why are Jed and Grace Billings coming back to Rossville? And what is in the important letter, which is to follow the telegram? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Heart in harmony. Ladies, it's really no problem at all to serve your family a top-notch, sure-to-please dinner. Why, it's as simple as adding two and two. Just visit your Kroger store, step up to the counter, and get Kroger quality beef. The beef you can buy with confidence because it's the very best beef currently available. What a wonderful thrill for your family when you serve them a dinner featuring a tender, juicy steak or crusty brown roast beef. What a comfort to you to know that your dinner is not only nutritious and wholesome, but just the kind of dinner your folks were hoping for. Yes, you can be sure of delighting everybody when you serve Kroger quality beef. For it's carefully selected from the best grades of beef on the market today. So don't delay. Visit your neighborhood Kroger store for the finest beef values in town. But please keep this in mind. The only place in town that you can get deliciously tender and juicy Kroger quality beef is at your neighborhood Kroger store. And remember, too, Kroger quality beef, the very best beef that you can get right now, is priced for real thrift. So get some soon at your neighborhood Kroger store. Join us again tomorrow, same time, same station, for another thrilling transcribed chapter of Hearts in Harmony. <laughs>